All right, we need to have a talk. I want to talk to you guys about social media. Now you might go, well, you've talked about that before, and you know what, you're right, I have. But this one's going to be a little bit different. Today we're going to talk about social media and why it's really good at making you feel like an absolute failure. What do I mean by that? Well, let's talk about it next. Well, hopefully that intro's got you a little bit curious. Welcome to the Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast. I am your host, Jake from On Dog Training Academy. We are an online dog training company. We do courses, one-on-one lessons. So if you're interested, check us out on dogtrainingacademy.com. So like you heard in the intro, I want to talk about social media today. And if you've listened to our podcast for any bit of time, You might recall that I did talk about one back, oh, I don't know, probably almost a year ago, maybe a little less than a year ago, that talked about how social media is ruining our relationship with our dogs and just creating more bad habits due to the fact of the videos that you're watching of dogs biting their humans or stealing stuff off of counters or things that we don't want, but they're being videoed and they're getting tons of views, tons of likes. And so people continue to video more of that. And basically, they're rewarding that behavior. Instead of working on it and stopping it, they're rewarding it. But this one's going to be a little bit different. This one's going to talk about, or this episode's going to talk about the, the, the ugly part of social media when it comes to uh, our feelings. Now, that sounds really fruity or maybe a little uh, uh, weak, I guess you could say, where you're like, feelings? We're going to talk about feelings? To a degree, we are. To a degree, we are. And what I want to talk about is why I think social media is really good at making you feel like a failure. And not because you're watching videos of dogs being naughty, but you're watching videos of dogs being really good. And I love it. I love watching dogs doing awesome things. 100% love it. But I feel like with some people, and these are clients that I talk to regularly, I feel like with some people... They watch these videos and then they look at their dog and they're trying to work on something with their dog and they're like, why can't I get that with my dog? Why? And I'm here to tell you guys, it's not all roses, flowers, butterflies, pretty stuff. It's not always great. And I will say one of the, one of the things that really got me thinking about this discussion that we're going to have today is I was listening to a motivational speech by a guy named Rich Wilkerson Jr. Uh, And he had a segment in there. And I just listened to that segment and I went, my God, like he was speaking to me in a lot of ways, I suppose, which is what motivational speakers are good at. But he just kind of hit home at like what I'm trying to tell people, my clients, and and help them and, and get them to understand like, look, Stop comparing yourself to what you see. So I want to play this audio clip for you guys. You can hear the the speech that I'm referring to. Listen to it, and then we'll discuss kind of what he's saying, and we're going to discuss a little deeper into um, into what we should be doing so we don't feel like a failure. So let's go ahead, guys. I want you to take a listen to this, and then we'll be right back. Instagram is a lie. 
because we're not broadcasting our failures and we're not posting our challenges and we're not uploading all of our weaknesses. No, we're only showing you the good stuff. And just because we're only showing you the good stuff doesn't mean there's not some bad stuff that we're walking through. And the only way you're gonna walk into amazing things is when you get your eyes off of the grass on the other side and you get focused where you are. All right, so hopefully you guys Listen to that. If you need to play it back, play it back. Listen to it again. I'm telling you guys, I've listened to that probably, let's see, I've probably had that sound clip now for, on my phone for a week. I've listened to that at least 20 different times, if not more. And every time I listen to it, it just hits home. And what I think is really good, now obviously, you know, he's saying Instagram's a lie and everything, but... What I think you need to remember when you're looking at social media is when you're watching somebody's videos and you're, and this, this is pertaining to dog training, but let's just say this could pertain to any part of your life. You're watching this dog do amazing things and you're like, oh my God, why can't I get that from my dog? But I can promise you as a trainer who puts videos online of dogs doing cool things, you don't see the background. You don't see our struggles. You don't see us fail. You don't see us make mistakes. You know, we're human just like everybody else is. But I think when you watch these videos and everything is so perfect, it makes you have this like feeling of like failure because you're not at that level. You can't get to that level. You're whatever you're feeling. But I'm telling you guys, this is just a lie. You can do it. You just have to stop looking at social media and having your goals be set based off of what you see in these videos. You need to set your goals off of your own dog and you need to set your timeline off of your own dog. Like if you think these trainers just get these dogs and then these dogs are perfect and everything is awesome, you're mistaken. It's That's not the case. That is absolutely not the case. I know personally, and, and I've done this personally, but I know personally a ton of trainer friends of mine who have put blood, sweat, and tears into their dogs to get them to the level they're at, whether that's a high-level competition dog or whether it's just having a decent pet dog. They've put so much effort into it. So I just want to talk to you guys um, about kind of what these videos, in my opinion, lead to and um, what this pressure leads to, right? Like you're seeing these videos on, on social media and you're like, I need to get there. I want my dog to get there. I want to do that. Oh, and you just see it. And it just seeing another dog do it maybe gives you initially gives you this hope that I can do it. And then you start to train with your dog and you're like, oh, he's not picking it up. Oh, and you want that video for Instagram. You want that video for Facebook or YouTube or TikTok or whatever the hell you listen to or watch, whatever. Um, God, I sound like a boomer there. Whatever you listen to. Um, but what does this pressure lead to? Well, in my opinion, this pressure leads to a few different things. It can lead to you overtraining or, or, or overdoing it with your dog. What I mean by overtraining is not training them too much to the fact that they're just too smart. That, that's not the problem. It's saying, you know what? I want to teach my dog to, to climb a wall. And we're going to work on this. And then you get like two days into it. And your dog's not progressing all you want it to. And you get frustrated and you push them harder. And that that desire or need to get that video to put on Facebook, to put on whatever social media platform you're going to, that pressure causes you to overtrain and push your dog too much. 
and overtraining leads to broken relationships. A dog who doesn't enjoy what you're trying to get them to do anymore. Uh, it, it just, it's not fair to the dog because the dog has no idea. The dog's not like, oh, I'm trying to get this so we, you know, we can get a bunch of likes on the gram or something like that. Like, no, no, your dog doesn't get it. Your dog is just working with you, trying to learn, have fun, enjoy life. And when we put these pressures on ourselves, they then leak down into our dogs and we're putting these pressures onto our dogs. So we always, always, always have to be fair to our dogs and have them at the forefront of what we're doing in our brain. Yes, I want to accomplish this goal. How can I do it? And is it something my dog can do? And at what speed should I be doing this at? Right? You have to be realistic and fair. You owe that to your dog. You know, and 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 in my opinion, when you put this pressure on yourself and then thus onto your dog, you probably will never reach that goal that you want to get to, and then you quit, right? You're like, well, it's not obtainable. And again, that's we live in a society that is we want this and we want it now. I see a dog doing this amazing thing. I want my dog to do that amazing thing. And when it doesn't happen fast, because of our mindsets, because we're in that instant gratification mindset, we get upset. We get upset at our dogs. We put pressure on ourselves, put pressure on our dogs, and then we end up giving up. And I've done this with things in life. Personally, I try to give dogs the benefit of the doubt and work them slowly. I probably have pushed dogs too fast, my own personal dog, too fast at times. You know what happens. We all do it. We're human. But at the same time, I've developed the ability to, to be able to sit back and go, okay, this is going a little too fast. I can tell my dog is starting to not enjoy this. I need to back off. I need my dog to, especially when you're doing like sport things, you know, you want your dog to enjoy it. What the hell are you doing in, in a dog sport if your dog doesn't like it? You know, so you make sure that you're just not allowing that pressure of what you're seeing on social media get into your head and thus affect and get into your training, basically. Um, the other thing I want you to start to think about is failure. You know, maybe you feel like a failure. Maybe you failed in your training. Maybe you failed at a trial. But what does failure mean to you? This is, I think, something that's hugely important. What failure means to a lot of people is, I lost. I suck. I'm not good enough. My dog's not good enough. I, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm embarrassed because I failed. I, you know, whatever. Throw out whatever it is when you think about failing. And you know what? I was about to say what I'm at, how I, how I interpret failing. But I will tell you guys right now, I started out, like I just said, I started out taking failure very personally and very, I'd get upset. I'm a competitive person. So failure to me, especially early on, was like, I suck. I'm not good enough. But over time, what you start to learn, and this is what I have learned, is that you learn stuff through your failures. You learn stuff, and that's so important. And as long as you stay open-minded to it, you'll do well. You know, So like for me, I always look at it now and go, well, how can I improve? All right, well, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to fail again. How can I do better? You know, so, so just to kind of get off, um, I can give you guys an example basically of how what I'm just explaining, how most people take failure and how I now try to take failure. Just in the last, oh God, let's see, what is today? Today's January. It's, it's the month of January right now. Um, back in August, 
Well, even before that. So I got into blood tracking with my dog, uh, helping hunters find wounded deer. And I trained all summer. And Luda was doing awesome in his training. Just rocking it out, right? So, so good. And it was every time we tracked, he'd have little failures. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm learning all this stuff. But then he'd end up reaching his goal. He'd find what we're looking for in training and practice. But then we jumped into the season. So this is now starting in middle of September. And it went all the way until the bulk of it went all the way till like the end of November. And... When we got into the game itself and we started doing the tracking, my God, the amount of failures that we ran into, the amount of times we didn't find the deer for the people, whether the deer was still alive or was dead, I didn't know. But there were so many times where we came up short, we came up short and it just, it, it, it can eat at you and it can make you feel like you're a failure because I watch these guys on YouTube. I watch these guys on, on, on different platforms and I'm going, well, God, they make it look so easy. They make it look so easy that they're out there finding those deer and the hunters are so excited. I want that. I want that. And and part of it was motivating when I was watching them and I was training. But when you get into the season and you're seeing these, these people, these experienced trackers, and they're having successes, and I can't have one single success. I am having a bunch of failures, all, all one right after another. I'm not finding the deer. I'm not finding the deer. I feel like I'm letting down the hunter who's kind of relying on me to hopefully help find this deer that they were unable to find. What you have to sit back, and this is why that that clip I showed you from Rich Wilkerson was so good. Those guys aren't posting failed hunts, failed tracks, I should say. They're not. They're posting what they're the good stuff, the successful stuff. And, you know, looking now, looking back at the whole season, I probably went on 20, now well, maybe a little bit less than that tracks. I, I, I kind of took it light this year, wanted to make sure I didn't get burned out, wanted to make sure I enjoyed it, wanted to make sure Luda enjoyed it. And I'm like, God, you know, we didn't find as many deer as they found. But I look at the numbers that I that I did, the proof of life that happened after, the deer that we did find, and then I look at what they did, and I'm like, okay, they're doing 100 tracks a year. I'm doing 15, or they're doing more than that, whatever. So it's a numbers game. So, yeah, they can put out this content of finding the deer, and I I, compl- I mean, I, I admire these people and their dogs and their training. It's, it's, this is not a slight on them remotely, but I find that stuff, and, and they can put those success videos out because they're running so many more tri- uh, tri- trials, so many more tracks than, than I am. And I know I'm new, and I have to understand that as well. So instead of feeling bad about myself, I started going, okay. I took everything that I had from this past season, took it as a learning experience, and now I'm developing plans and processes in my training and how I interact with hunters and scenarios and everything to be able to be better for next year. And that's what I think people need to get to. Okay, So so even though I say, well, most people think they suck, they're not good enough, whatever. I was literally there in my deer tracking with Luda, Three months ago, if that. Three months ago, I was in that. So it's not like I can just say, oh, get over everything. And then all of a sudden in your entire life, you're like, yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll take failure as a learning thing. That's great. You're going to have to apply it in different ways. Like I'm really good at doing that in dog training. But when it came to tracking, I was so confident in my dog and his practices that I was like, we've got this. We're going to be good. And when it didn't hit like it, like I wanted it to, we started to, 
I started to question myself, my skills, everything, and then realizing, you know what? Luda knows what he's doing. I am learning about what I am doing. I know tracking deer. I just don't know tracking for other people. That's all new. But we're, we're better, and we're going to be better next year. And then maybe we'll have our successful videos posted up on YouTube a little bit more. So that kind of leads into the last thing of, of what your mindset should be no matter what. And I kind of already touched on this, but I just, I just want you to, to hear it again. Always look to learn from your failures. Anytime I would go trial Luda in the, the protection sport we do, we do called Mondial Ring. He's retired from it now, but, but when we, anytime we went out there, whether it was training or, or trialing, if he had a bad day or did something that was bad or wrong, I always analyzed it. I videoed a lot of our training sessions so that I could always go back, look, and, and critique and be like, oh, okay, here's where I screwed up, which thus made my dog screw up. And I recommend you guys do it as well because sometimes you just don't see the uh, – I almost said the apple from the trees. You know, you don't, you don't see the forest from the trees. There we go. You don't see the forest from the trees, right? So sometimes videoing it, stepping back and watching yourself train as that third kind of – or the second person they're watching, you're able to critique yourself and you're like, holy crap, I felt super smooth in what I was just doing, but God, that looks terrible. I need to, I need to fix that. Or writing notes down. Hey, this is what my dog did. This is what happened. This is the situation, whatever. So writing notes, videoing, whatever it is that's best for you. But that's, that's what you want to start to do is, is learn from what you're doing and, and also celebrate. And I've said this before uh, in, in previous episodes, celebrate your successes. And I don't care if it's the tiniest little success. I don't care if it's something like, you know, when I'm healing with my dog, every time I stop, I have to tell him to sit. And then finally, one time, I stopped and he sat on his own. And he's never been able to do that, but suddenly he did that. Now, most trainers might look at that and go, well, that's, you know, that's a little victory. I don't give a crap what it is. You celebrate that. You celebrate the fact that your dog took another step forward to your goal of being a good healing dog. Or you can insert this into any training thing. But just be happy that your dog is taking a step forward. It doesn't have to be big steps. I tell this to people all the time. And I feel like I'm going to be telling people this forever. Don't look to your dog to go, well, hey, my dog's starting out at A. But I want them to go to G in one training session. No, 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 no. And you can't skip it, right? You can't go like A, G. That's not how the alphabet works. You have to go through B, C, D, E, F, G. You have to get there. You can't just go jump right to the next one. It's a process. Some processes go quick. Some take time. Some dogs can can progress really fast. Other dogs need to take their time. That's why understanding your dog is so important. But just be realistic and celebrate any victory that you have celebrated and any failure you ha- failure you have don't feel bad you can be disappointed sure that's human but don't feel bad don't get discouraged don't quit push forward say what why did that happen why did my dog fail today because you know what you could come out tomorrow and this is just how dogs are you could come out tomorrow and that same thing you were just working on where your dog failed your dog suddenly is doing awesome and amazing. The last thing that I'm going to talk about that I'm going to mention here, guys, before I, I let you get out of here is recognize that failure is part of your journey. It's part of 
what gets you to where you are. Think about you as a person. I don't know how old everybody who listens to this is, but think about your life. Has your life always been perfect? Has your life always just been smooth sailing? I bet it hasn't. And that's fine. That's life. But I bet you, I bet you anything, you have learned along the way. I bet you your failures have taught you things along the way. That's what we have to keep in mind. This this journey we're on with our dogs is way too short. And it needs to just be... You need to just recognize that the journey is going to have its ups and downs. And just keep working. Because you know what? Most of the time at the end, when it's all over, you'll look at that journey you just took with your dog... And as long as you didn't let these pressures of social media and all this crap that they throw at you and making you feel like a failure, making you feel like your dog's not good enough, all that stuff that they threw at you, you'll realize it doesn't matter. Like that journey, we did it right. Even if we didn't reach our goal, we did it right. And you know what? We kept a good relationship. We, we kept working towards our goal. We saw successes. We celebrated them. We learned a ton. And it'll be way, it'll make you way more happy at the end. I can say that from experience 10 times over. So guys, I really hope this episode kind of hits home. Again, this is, you can say this, well, this is a dog podcast, obviously. Um, but this pertains to just life in general. If you're feeling down, if you're watching things on social media, you know, like we're, hey, we're trying to build on dog training academy. And you know what? There are other training places out there that are more successful than us. Well, you know what? We're new. We're new and we're working to build our brand. We're working to get more popular. Does that happen overnight? No. But sitting there and feeling bad that these other places who've put the time, the energy, the effort, everything into their product, that they're doing better than we are right now. If I let that eat at me, that'll shut me down. That'll slow my goal, my journey to get to where we want to be. So this is just the same. It's a mindset thing. So guys, I really hope this was helpful. If you think this is, could help somebody, send them the link to this podcast, this episode. Let them hear it. Let them know that, look, it doesn't matter. Keep working. I'm telling you guys, it doesn't matter. Keep working. All right? Things aren't going to always happen fast. Instant gratification in dog training. <laughs> it's rare. It's very rare. So understand that. Keep working towards your goals and you will get there. If your goals are realistic, you'll get there. Work hard. Don't listen to social media. Don't listen to people on social media. Stay focused. Stay driven. And guys, we'll see you next week.